Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Insecure Wrap-Up, and yes... I have this one done on time. I actually watched episode 7 today. Uh, so I'm going to, you know, talk about it. The, the episode is fresh in my mind. What I have to say is fresh in my mind. Uh, that's what I should do all the time. Basically, when I watch the episode freshly, I guess I should uh, uh, share my thoughts that same day. So I'm not forgetting something uh you know, that happened on the show that I wanted to say, because all this stuff is like, in my mind, as I'm watching the show, like, let me discuss this, let me discuss that, right, um, but I don't write it down or anything, uh, maybe I should, maybe I get to a point where I would write down my points, but as of now, nah, that's not how I operate, but, uh, let's start off, so, let's start off with the ending, because that's where I want to start off. The ending where Lawrence met up with uh, Issa yet again. Now, I in the, just like my last recap, I still feel this way. I do not want to see Lawrence and Issa together in a relationship, but I do want them to remain friends or at least at a cordial level. It looks like they're remaining friends. It looks like they're on a friendly level, which is good because I just wanted either of the two. I just either wanted them to not hate each other but, you know, they didn't have to be friends, but just not hate each other. But they can also be friends as well. And obviously not hate each other, because why would you be friends with somebody you hate? So, uh, with that being said, I'm glad their relationship is looking how it's looking right now. I don't want Lawrence, which, you know, I feel like this show is going in that direction. Or possibly will go into the direction of turning Lawrence into the I want you back guy. Right, he's gonna want her back. Issa is not going to be feeling it, uh, and I, I don't want that to happen. I want at least something on the show to remain a positive uh, outlook on everything. I want something to remain positive for 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 as long as the show is gonna run. To be honest with y'all. Um, because everything that I'm like, all right, you know, it's looking good. It's looking good. I look at Molly when she's first hitting up, uh, when she started working for the black folks, right? Uh, with the black folks, uh, more like for or with, but still, when she, when she left her firm to join the all black firm, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, something positive. Obviously, that quickly turned into a negative. And I was expounding on that as well. Um, and then all the other positive outlooks like Issa and Nathan, when I was like, all right, this looks like something good, it turned into something negative. So that's how it's all looking, right? With Issa and Lawrence, I still, I want them to remain positive. I want this to be a positive thing 
from going forward, I don't care if this show even lasts 8 and 9, 10, 11, 12 seasons. All right? I want them to always remain respectful of one another. And like I said, if they're going to be friends, be friends. Okay? I like the aspect that there is somebody that... Uh, what I like about their relationship and why I, I, I start smiling like, like a fucking weirdo at the tv whenever i see them together at least with this season um whenever i seen them together is because i'm like when when you look at what mainly isa when you look at all the fuckery that's going on within within their days mainly isa's day and to see that she's actually at peace when she's with lawrence and and vice versa he's actually at peace when he's with isa too i think that's dope i think that and maybe that makes me smile because it's something that I want with somebody to just you know somebody non-family like because I mean it's not that it is now and in my life to where if I'm talking to them and just relaxing or whatever we're doing I'm not at peace with them like I have no worries but I would like for somebody outside of family to just whether I'm in a relationship with this woman or you know whatever that I can just kick it with and we could just be at peace with one another. Like no worries of whatever, all the other fuckery that happened throughout our days. When we are, you know, when we meet up, all that is gone. Or we can at least talk to each other about it and make each other feel good. All right. That's something that I think would be dope to have with someone else. And if you have that with somebody, shout out to you and that person, because that's, that's just pretty dope to me. So um, I like that. I'm not sure how others feel about that. Um, but you know, this is my recap, not yours. You're welcome to do your own damn recap as always. Uh, anything else I want to cover in this episode? Yes. Let's talk about Molly since I brought her name up. I liked that Molly when the job situation took charge and said, fuck that egg shaped head ass hating ass nigga. And let me do this presentation and I whip this presentation's ass. Alright? Because that's all I've been asking of Molly to do. I've been asking her to stop being stupid. And she hasn't fully done that either. But, baby steps. You dig? Baby steps. She's, she did that at her job. And obviously that caused friction with Egghead Man. Because he didn't like the fact that Molly took charge. and And he was like, oh, we're gonna hold off on a presentation because I said so like motherfucker who do you think you are it's you and Molly's presentation and Molly came up with the whatever the fuck discovery she found you know to cure the cancer or some shit I'm not saying that's what she found but she found it all right she found it let this woman get her shine off let this woman be the one to voice that the 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 information that she found right This dude wanted to be a hater because he was, you know, in whatever shit that he was in. So be it. I wasn't, you know, if I was Molly in that situation, I would have done the same exact thing she would have done. All right. It's it's that simple. It's really that simple. So shout out to Molly on that. Where Molly pisses me off yet again in this episode is get mad at Asian dude or just get mad at somebody for 
being honest with her about her and Dro's relationship in this open relationship shit. I don't give a fuck how hard this show is trying to push to women or just push to people that Molly is a victim when it comes to that situation. There is nothing anybody can convince me by saying that Molly, there's no nothing anyone can say that'll convince me to think and believe that Molly is truly a victim here of anything that she didn't get herself into. She knew Dro was married. She still decided to fuck with Dro. Whether it be an open relationship, as Dro stated to her, or he was running game on her. The simple fact of the matter is, and just like I said last week, and I'm pretty sure I said the week before that too. No one of these recaps I said. When you're fucking with a married man, you're gonna get married. You're gonna have. You're gonna expect some shit. You're gonna expect some shit. Is what I'm saying, right? It's it's that simple. So, I don't feel bad for Molly once again when it comes to this situation. I don't because she knew what she was getting herself into, and like I said, the writers, the people. I don't care whoever I want. You, you could share your thoughts about. My take or your ep- or, or this episode, your take on this episode, um, nothing anyone can say will convince me that Molly is a victim. Because if she didn't want to go through that type of heartache with Dro, you know what she wouldn't have done? Gotten into a relationship with a married fucking man. A fucking relationship or whatever type of relationship, she wouldn't have gotten involved with a married man. I don't care if her and Dro knew each other since they were kids. What does that have to do with anything? The, the excuses people come up with. Because I heard someone say that. The, the excuses people come up with. Um, to excuse fuckery when a woman does it. It's just bananas. It's bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Bananas, yo. Because just switch to genders. Just switch Molly being married and Dro being the uh, third will in Molly's open relationship or alleged open relationship. And let's just say Molly ends up being pregnant by the baby's daddy, right? Or, you know, her husband. Um, And then Dro is feeling some type of way about it. But even prior to Molly being pregnant, Dro was feeling some type of way about it. Them same people on Molly's side, Team Molly in this situation, would be, well, Drell should have knew what he was getting into. And Drell should have, and damn. So, what's the difference now? The difference is the genitalia between your legs and Molly's legs compared to Drell's legs. No, it don't work that way. Because, and I'm not even taking Drell's side because he has the same genitalia as I. Because, again, the roles were were reversed. I'd be on. I'd be saying to Dro the same shit I'm saying to Molly. You're stupid for getting yourself in this type of situation, and just as dumb as Molly is for getting herself involved with a married man, you are just as dumb as getting yourself involved with a married woman. It's really that simple. But common sense and people who watch this show, it doesn't tend to match. Like I said, the the. Issa, the the writer of this show, the producers, they know their niche audience. They know who the majority of their audience is. 
And let me tell you, it's not the common sense motherfuckers out there. It's not, it's not me. That's that. Other than that, Issa getting dick-stracted, like I said. <laughs> like I said, I hope she wasn't going to get dick-stracted from her plants. Um, I said I hope she wasn't going to, but I'm not surprised that she's getting all caught up with this dude, Nathan. And I mean, it all made sense as to why she was feeling the way that she felt, because she, at least she was honest with her feelings, which is something that I've been asking Issa to do for many seasons now so no matter if I think she's getting dick distracted or not the simple fact of the matter is I like the fact that she was at least honest with why she's tripping over Nathan right so that's a step there I still think that and, and I and I have hopes that she will succeed with everything that's going on because I think Lawrence is going to be a good a, a, a good advisor to for her for her to keep pushing on to her dreams because Lawrence is doing his thing career wise he's doing his thing and you know that's someone Issa could look up to and say Lawrence got this shit going on in his life and he's doing his thing let me get advice from him let me go to him and, and see how, how do you even you know navigate through all the BS that's going on in your life. So I'm confident that she will get, you know, she, she, she's going to rock whatever she wants to rock. I just don't like her getting dick distracted yet again. So that's just my thoughts on episode seven of season three of Insecure. As always, share this episode to everybody you know who likes Insecure or just everybody you know in general. That's dope. Until next time, until next episode, uh, or until next recap, if you're just listening to the recaps, I appreciate that. Um, You'll hear my recap for the next episode next week. So, peace out.